spiritual states. Hello everyone, thanks for joining us. Today we're going to talk about emptiness. Hello Dr. Leitman, hello. Today I saw a song written by the great Ari. I found its translation into Russian. And I'd like to ask, it is a song written in the 16th century by the great Ari, as we said, from the Tree of Life, where he describes the beginning of everything, so to speak. Yeah. I remember that the first time I read about it, I was really shocked that something like that could be written altogether. And so if we can try and explain for the sake of our students that just started studying the wisdom of Kabbalah, so maybe a question for starters. The book itself is called Tree of Life. What is this book about? Who is it for? Well, it's what he felt when he studied the wisdom of Kabbalah. Actually, the concept of the Tree of Life existed before the Ari as well. But he unfolded it all in such a complete and whole way, from beginning to end with the roots and branches, in a way that really everyone could see what the Tree of Life is. From what I understand, this book doesn't exist in other languages besides Hebrew. Uh, well, right, yeah. The first paragraph of this book, I translated it into Russian. That's what usually people read. Well, I had to add a few words here, there, in order for it to sound more, well, more flowing. But he describes there what it says. Know that in the beginning, etc., etc. Yeah, we'll go over it in a moment. But in general, what is the book about the Tree of Life? It is the book about the beginning of creation, the system of governance on part of the Creator and how He governs His created beings. Okay, so let's go over the text. It says, we'll go paragraph by paragraph. Behold that before the emanations were emanated and the creatures were created, the upper simple light has filled the whole existence, and there was no vacancy such as an empty air, a hollow, but all was filled with a simple boundless light. Light meaning what? that there was some kind of empty space, and in that space appeared light, and that light filled all that hollow with itself, meaning the upper force has created a hollow. Hollow means desire, just like a person 
that he has a desire, for example, and he feels that inside him there is some kind of emptiness that he wishes to fulfill. So, this hollow that he wishes to fill, it is considered a place for the Creator. So how should I look at it as something that existed before me or inside of me? The best thing for now is inside of me. No time, no place, no nothing. Maybe some kind of sequence of some events. Okay, let's continue. And when, upon his simple will, came the desire to create the worlds and emanate the emanations, to bring the light to perfection of his deeds, his name, his appellations, which was the cause of the creation of the worlds, then the end self-restricted himself precisely in the middle point. Meaning that the created that the creator wished to create the created being, so in which we will feel the need to attain his state, the state of the creator, so that the created beings will discover in their initial state complete how to say complete a completely negative state emptiness, and would like to be on the level of the Creator. So, in that case, to give the created beings the opportunity to rise to the state in which they discover themselves in the beginning of creation and to attain the degree of the Creator, His state, the most whole and complete state, which would be the end of creation. This is what the Creator is working on with the created beings. But why does it say that the creation of the worlds was the manifestation of His perfection? In order to reveal these states of gradual attainment of the level of the Creator by the created beings, for this, the created beings were created in the lowest, lowliest state and gradually, gradually, they would have to attain the level of the Creator, the evermost upper, the uppermost state of the Creator. Worlds, olam in Hebrew, come from the word halama, concealment. Why? What for? in order to warm up that desire in the created beings to reveal the Creator was created the system of the different degrees and worlds throughout which the created beings gradually ascend and attain the greatness and wholeness of the Creator. Mm. The wholeness and perfection of the upper force so it's like there's some kind of a 10-year study program and it's known to the one who created it and I, when I attain it from below, for me it's concealed. And every time I come to a new grade, new textbooks, new knowledge, yeah. So for me it's concealed. I don't know in first grade what's going to happen in ninth grade. Right. And, and he restricted himself in the middle point. What does that mean? The light has restricted itself in its 
middle point, meaning that the revelation of the Creator has disappeared even in its minimum state. Everything was completely hidden from the created beings, and that's necessary for the created beings to start developing a true desire for the Creator, for revealing Him, in order to have free choice. Yes. And then we say that and he restricted the light and drew far off to the sides and there remained an empty space, an empty air, a vacuum, precisely from the middle point. Uh, what does it mean that uh, the empty space has acquired the shape of a circle? Well, we can't explain it in any other words. It's in a geometrical kind of language wanting to explain that a hollow was created in the center of the Creator, in the center of the light. A hollow was created in the form of a circle. Many times we use the word circle. What does it mean that it's all equal? Yeah that there, there are no mutual changes, restrictions, divisions, just empty space. And all of his qualities, they mutually complete each other in a way that the only thing left is empty space. But we need to understand that space always has desire. Yes. And so the desire was created. Yeah, desire was created, empty desire that didn't feel anything besides the fact that it was empty. And no creator was felt. This is what all of creation starts from, begins with. The gradual development of the desire to that state where it already starts attaining some kind of forces of its own, goals, and that way starts interacting inside itself and with that hollow. And then he says that after that restriction in the center of that empty space was created a hollow and only there was a place formed where the emanations, creations, formations, etc. might reside. Yeah, meaning that that desire was created. It was relieved of all that has created it, and it felt itself completely empty. And then in it appeared the ability to create the different forms of desire in it. As a rule, these are four types that present four worlds. So we created beings can exist only when there is some place without the presence of light or the Creator. Yes, if He's present, then there's no room for us, so to speak. There is room for us only to the measure to which we associate ourselves with that force. So He has created us in an opposite nature, in the opposite nature, and therefore there's no room in us for his attainment. 
In real time, no. It will change according to the qualities of the Creator, then we will also correspondingly have a place in that hollow and it will be filled according to our in accordance with our qualities. So I, with my egoistic self, currently fill the entire space and there's no space for nothing else. You're not making room for the Creator. Um. Then, from the light events of a single line hung down from above, lowered into the space, and through that line he emanated, created, formed, and made all the worlds. What, what is that light, beam of light that enters that hollow? It is the influence of the Creator that works on that desire that He has created, that exists in that emptiness. And that way, this desire starts reacting to the influence of the Creator, to that beacon of light, and gradually starts implementing itself in that hollow. So that light in and of itself is the influence of the Creator. So it's not He Himself, but it's His influence. No, He in and of Himself is that thought that exists before any kinds of actions. And everything that's described is attained by man. It's attained by the Ari the great Kabbalist of the 16th century that wrote all these things. And every person can attain something like that, or has to? Has to. Eventually has to attain these things. Then he writes that prior to these worlds, there was everything was so perfect and there was nothing there is no force and no attainment in the end so as there is no mind of a created that could attain him for he has no place no boundary no name well if no one can attain it who wrote it then well he, he writes that it's impossible that no mind can attain it that's also a kind of attainment so it's a sort of attainment yes it is both ways in short there are degrees for the attainment of the creator of the attainment of the creator and there is such a degree in which we simply can't exist because in that we need to completely be reborn somewhere in the future when all of creation will become like the Creator, then we'll be able to attain that final degree. But in the meantime, as we exist in separate states, then we can attain only the lower degrees of the Creator. Kabbalists write that the mind is a result of our desires. So if you change your des- so without changing your desires, you can't change your your thought, and so we can't attain the things that we read about. Right. Then he writes, and the light came down to the worlds that existed in the black empty space, and circle each from each world. 
and each circle from each world and those close to the light are important until we find our physical world at the center point inside all circles in the center of the empty space. These are concentric circles. It's a kind of depiction of the worlds. And from the most distant from the center to the closest to the center, that's how the energy of the Creator is spread out. And so distant, uh, until we find the physical world in the center, yes, we're in the innermost or the center of all these concentric circles. Uh, it's, the, uh, it's our physical world? Well, no, but it's actually that same energy, that same influence over us comes from those circles. So everything that happens here talks about what happened before the Big Bang. Of course. And after, too. After, too. Here we're talking about the stationary state of the worlds. Inside all circles, in the center of the hollow, meaning we find our world there. In the darkest point, what is that shining hollow that shines with its emptiness, with its darkness? How is that felt by a person? How is that felt by a person as um, absolute, something that is absolutely unattained, complete lack of willingness, lack of energy, lack of thought, lack of some kind of awakening, meaning the blackest point of all of creation. So, in potential, does such a state exist? Uh, such a state exists, but a person, when a person goes into that state, it's felt as the recognition of the evil of one's egoistic nature. Much worse, even. It's felt as really absolute lack of everything, absolute emptiness, absolute lack of desire, and whatever it is, however it is. But it's death. It's not death. Death, it depends on how do you commentate, express, uh, oh, interpret death. But actually, it's a terrible state. And what every person needs to feel such a state, every person feels such a state a bit, otherwise he can't advance. He will not attain the Creator because he doesn't have such awakenings in order to advance him toward the Creator. For that, you need to give him such states from which he will escape to the Creator, meaning a state that's opposite to the Creator, kind of. Yeah. And so it was distant and so distant from the end, so further than all the worlds, because the physical is utterly low, after all, inside all the circles is he, in the very middle of the empty space. We're talking about our physical world. Well, as if. As if physical. Uh, I didn't translate it. It's like my commentary sort of 
to what Dari said. It was about 45 years ago. Yeah, it's a, you know, we can read the original, of course, but the meaning, yeah, that's the meaning more or less. In order to acquaint people with it, for them to pay attention to how Kabbalists write, how Kabbalists from the 16th century wrote about how he felt uh, spiritual nature. How to attain, how to grasp this song, how to use it for spiritual advancement? Uh, I heard no response from everyone, from anyone about it. And your teacher, he never explained about it. No, no, it's only according to my own, um, you know, depiction perception. So you didn't study this song with anyone? No. But it's uh, a part of the tree of life. Right, but this is what uh, the book starts from. The most central book in Kabbalah after the book of Zohar. It's the book of the tree of life by Ari. But but it's not studied in this way. It's studied, the, the commentary to the book of the Tree of Life is studied, that's called the study of the tense field. Would you recommend newcomers to read it? I think that this song actually gives some kind of picture. It attracts, I'd recommend to put it, uh, make it a part of your study program for newbies. Okay, spiritual states, thank you very much. I, I don't even know shining hollow. Feel it or not? Yeah, yeah, without feeling certain such fragments of this hollow, we can't advance. This shining hollow, this shining darkness sometimes appears in us, and in that feeling of spiritual hunger, it directs us toward the goal. Well, I don't, I can't wish everyone to feel it, you know, it's according to a person's free will. Believe me, it's necessary, otherwise we won't move because we're egoists. And we're not to remain in the dark, but to fulfill ourselves. For this, we need to feel that we're in the dark. Good luck. Thank you. All the best.